only yeah like toilet paper is our go-to i love getting my hair cut especially when there's a scalp massage involved but uh she would say your body is a temple and you need to take care of it we have a lot of a lot of flexibility yeah where he just ate garbage how long was that a year do this i can't do this without cassie and the kids enabling me to do this i find myself encouraging myself so i'm like no you can do this don't give up (laughs) we got lots to say (laughs) i love my husband so much and my son i've definitely had multiple drinks on multiple episodes loosen up it's a podcast we're here to have fun so enjoy yourself let's see it's getting this goes. real fancy over here every, every time i test my mic right it always seems to work better than when we're actually recording so it's now you're actually weird. using it and it's How bizarre. not How as bizarre. good is this what you're saying I think oh, that's okay. what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. Right on. Um, yeah. But anyway, I think it's working okay. But yeah, who, who knows? knows? Who knows? We we will uh, leave it up to the listeners to give us some feedback on on how this all sounds. Uh, you might also give us feedback on the fact that I sound congested, but that's all good. That's uh, accurate. So, yeah. Yeah, it, I can hear the high quality audio direct input into my ears it's uh <laughs> if it feels anything like it sounds i'm i feel i'm really sorry that we're you're at, going we're at the this. tail end I, I think i keep saying this like every morning <laughs> i wake up and i'm like woohoo uh one day closer to the end um but yeah it's uh but this is your your whole family sick mm-hmm. at the same time yeah all of us together in un- unison right? yeah we're just like such a strong that is, we're such a strong family bond you know we just like we all had to get sick together at once yeah 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 it's uh i mean oh, man. it's no That's good brutal. it's it's no good anyway you slice it uh but yeah it's, it's not true. covid yeah it's not covid there's so which is all that really matters i guess i, guess. I mean that means we can still like go out and about but um I mean, uh, it's it it's the poops. It's no fun. But yeah, zero out of ten. Don't recommend. Wait, is that what the illness is? No. Or it's just bad. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just bad. Sorry, I'm trying not to laugh because it like uh, <laughs> activates <laughs> my deep congestion. Oh no. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. Oh, Guys, this God. is the best yeah, I've said. Se- no, it. I mean, oh. I mean, sure, but uh. I was gonna say I'm not sure I can turn it off, but um, yeah, I feel I feel like this is the third the third uh like really really bad day. What day are we? Thursday? Yeah, it's the third really bad day. So I feel like we're gonna be turning a corner soon. Ugh. I can feel it. I can feel it. Keep hoping. You yeah. can feel it. Also, uh, don't forget to take your um SSRIs while you are sick because that is a bad combo i tell you yeah oh i forgot oh did your head get all sore no i just i was in a terrible mood this morning and i was like 
why am I so grumpy? I don't understand. Like, I'm normally not the cheeriest when I'm sick. I think that's the case for most people. I think everyone can agree that, like, you're not your best self. Um, But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Realized, you know, there's something missing in my cocktail of of, uh, medicine that I'm taking. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. (coughs) This, uh... This juice tastes yeah, watered down. Everything got better after. Um, yeah. Anyways, so you guys, That's we a were tip. we were on holidays last week, listeners. Thank you for being so so gracious. Mm, yeah. Uh, and allowing us a vacation. Um, tell us a bit about that, Colin. You were we were both on vacation. We were on separate vacations with our respective families. Uh, what did that look like for you? Well, so it was a pretty normal vacation from our point of view. Uh, we we flew from Ottawa to Brandon, Manitoba, and then we drove to where do we? No, we flew to Winnipeg and then drove to oh, Brandon, okay. Manitoba. Is Brandon then, a difficult uh, place Cassie's, to fly into? Cassie's cousin. Sorry, question. Uh, is Brandon difficult to fly into? Like, is or, or no? I actually, I don't know. Uh, Cassie did all the bookings uh, for the flights and stuff. So there may be an airport in Brandon, but it seemed like, and especially anecdotally talking to other people's experiences and in the past, it seems like most most people fly into Winnipeg. Winnipeg. It must be the the better spot. And then, yeah. Right on. Um, Yeah, I think it just has better options like what flights you can take yeah um yeah so you guys were there for a wedding yes yeah yeah and it was uh it was actually a really great wedding too um it was at their family farm uh in a nice field they had uh it wasn't a barn per se it was one of those um like those big white elephant tents yes so it's a barn but it's not made out of wood and uh, so that was where like the dinner and the and the reception was. It was a cool. blast. Uh, the kids had so much fun. Uh, the weekend as a whole, it was long and it was busy, and I'm still tired yes. from it. Um, but man, I was just so grateful that we could go as a family, and we could go to Manitoba because usually when things happen in the family, it's Manitoba that's got to yeah. come to us. So it was really nice to get out there and see them on the home turf and see the farm, get to know their family and friends, and, and just have everyone together. Man, ugh, I it was just so good. I felt so yeah. good that whole weekend. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, you guys sent some, some really lovely f- pictures. Pete. You guys looked so, you looked very joyous, all of you. It was very nice. Yeah, it was, it was, it was awesome. I feel like maybe not for Olivia as much, but I think for William this – this may form the basis of some core memories, which oh, I'm cool. happy about. Yeah, like a big event. Stick with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see how yeah. it goes. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I love it. Uh, would you travel with children how again? Was, uh, how was your vacation? Oh. Sorry. Oh, I mean, I'll have to, so I, my answer oh, has right. to be yes. yes. Um. But uh, I don't know. Uh, I really enjoyed sharing the experience of flying with them. It was their first time flying. And uh, I just wanted to see them excited and, and enjoy the experience. Uh, William 
was pretty stoked about it. Uh, but Olivia, she seemed to, she was like a take it or leave it kind of gal. She she almost could give zero fucks about flying. <laughs> That's hilarious. As soon as she got her her tablet in her hand, she, yeah, she's she uh, she's good. Threw on a, uh, yeah, it was it was it was really funny. She's just like, okay, we're taking off. Don't care. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Yeah. All right, let's go. Yeah. yeah been there done that oh i don't know if you guys can hear that but uh cassie's uh, upstairs destroying uh destroying some um chicken breasts for for supper on the she's weekend. uh tenderizing some chicken is that what it's called yeah yeah tenderizing yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll go with that yeah um Man, I can taste it from here. It's gonna be delicious. How was? Uh, <laughs> our 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 vacation was was also good. We uh, we did this crazy thing where we drove all the way to PEI, uh, as as you have done the drive many many oh, times. Um, yeah. Not with two young children. No, though. but uh, so Jordan's thought was, you know, we'll drive out there through the night. Uh, they'll sleep. They did. Um, we got to, I guess it was Fredericton at about six in the morning and we were both tired at this point. I had been up the night before cause Anson had a fever, uh, which I think, you know, in all honesty was the beginning of all of us getting sick. Uh, but besides right. the point, yeah. um, I had spent, uh, Isla was teething Anson was like not feeling well so I was like tending to the children during the drive and then so I didn't really sleep and then um, Jordan just drove and he was like I'll drive until I'm too tired and so I was like okay so that was like six o'clock in the morning Uh, we stopped at Irving Big Stop grabbed some (laughs) breakfast Uh, Isla screamed the whole time it was like (laughs) I felt so bad for all of the people. I was like, literally, she's been perfect. The, like, <laughs> she when she woke up in the night, it w- I knew it was because of her teeth. So I would just give her a little Tylenol or a gel, right. and then she'd go right back to sleep, right? But at this point, I think she was, like, over it. She's like, I'm done being in this car state. I'm done being trucked around. I just want to be in my bed. Like, she was probably just wanted to be somewhere familiar nothing was except us i guess um <laughs> yeah She's yeah and then anson was just like back to his normal self full of energy just wanting to seize the day and then both jordan and i were like we need a snooze so it took us uh, oh, it took us a while like we did manage to to catch some z's uh while we were there not for long but uh, enough to, like, make it to then Moncton, and we stopped there for fuel, I think, and then uh, coffee, much needed. And uh, at that point, I'd gone through all of, like, my travel diaper stash. I was planning on buying a fresh box of diapers when we got to um, our place in Cavendish. But uh, lo and behold, we went through right. all of the diapers that I had for traveling. Uh, so I was like, hmm pop into a walmart and uh picked up a couple things there 
and then we yeah i i feel like that kind of like woke us all up enough to like get us to pi which was great and uh we got there uh they were able to check us into our little cottage early jordan went immediately to sleep i was like i'll take care of the kids you go to bed um yeah so we kind of just like checked things out in the area went for a little walk we were we were um so cavendish beach did you guys ever go there when you lived there yeah Uh, we did not realize it was like a provincial park and you had to like pay to access it um oh no so i was like i I'd, i'd gone on foot so i walked from where we were staying you could like walk down the path and then go along all the trails that go along the beach or whatever so i took a little walk about scoped yeah. things out i was like oh perfect and so i think it was the next day we went to check it out uh and we were driving and i was like oh you have to pay what is this anyway so our friends let us uh use the beach near their place which was like 25 minutes away um for free and i was just like it's fine we're on vacation i get to see my friends it's anson doesn't care what beach we're at he just wants to dig in the snow with his bulldozer oh yeah um in the snow oh my god the sand (laughs) and and you know what like (laughs) oh i didn't even pick that up (laughs) the uh the the sand at at your friend's beach is the exact same sand same 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 yeah so like all the views are all the mm-hmm. same. It looks the exact same. Yeah, we figured. It's just the location. That yeah, we can get you with. and it dawned on us, you know, Cavendish is so popular now um, that it probably—I don't want to say was for the better, but uh, we probably ended up having like a little bit more of like a quiet area to hang out in that wasn't so crowded, which is more our thing. Yeah. So. Because yeah. And it is such a tourist destination, which is yeah. crazy. Um, but yeah, we should have mentioned that because there, there are a ton of, mo- like, a lot of the nice places to go to are provincial Oh, okay, there. yeah. And that makes sense because they're able to, like, maintain and, and whatnot. Um, they had done yeah. a lot of, I was, like, nerding out reading all of this stuff. They're, they've been restoring the dunes uh, for, like, the last 20, 25 years. Um, great yeah. dunes make great beaches. Uh, <laughs> that was like my one takeaway. So yeah, <laughs> they've they've been like actively restoring those, and it was just cool to see that there's a lot of um, remedial work happening it, culturally and like geographic geographically. Um, so the, I've I noticed there was like a ton of um like they'd have everything in english and french but also in like i don't i'm not sure which native dialect it is but they would also have it like spelled for for like the native population as well and i haven't really noticed that around here anyway i don't know if that's a new thing or if uh pi is is like forward in doing that as well but um yeah i I'm, I'm sure this is all part of like us trying to like bridge the gap with uh 
like the native people of Canada so that we can all like be peaceful together and not hateful. Um, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I think that's part of it. Just like recognizing. I don't, I don't know if I remember. <laughs> no, go Sorry. for it. Yeah. I, I was just thinking, like, I don't know if I remember, um, a lot of that yeah. there. And that wasn't that long ago. It would have um, been that, four, no, four it, years ago. Yeah, four yeah, years ago. Huh? Four years ago. Um, but yeah, I don't know if I, I don't, I don't know if I, if I would have remembered that. But anyway, it's uh, it, it, the dunes are pretty impressive, and they take, they go to great lengths to take care of. Them. It, it seemed like it. Yeah, like there's there's a huge amount of like, actual fencing, uh, to physically protect them, and then signage posted everywhere, and then like. They're, they've actively created like boardwalks so that you can walk out on the boardwalk and enjoy what you went there to enjoy and see without damaging the ecosystem around yes. which is like from a safe distance yeah, yeah. yeah. and then there were some and some, and not only the dunes too mm-hmm. I was going to say not only the dunes but there's a lot of um, uh, at risk bird species and stuff oh there as well. I didn't realize that yeah. Okay, um, I think that like I don't know if they nest in the in the dune grass uh, or anything like that, but I think that was part of. Oh, it as you well. know what? I feel like when we came to visit you one time, um, that would have that like there were signs posted everywhere like "Don't walk through the grasses because there's nests." Is that possible? It sounds uh, familiar. Sand sandpipers or some, yeah, exactly something yeah. like oh, that. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So uh, I mean, they're. There's so much, uh, the, the, the people who've advocated probably for years for this stuff are finally, like, being heard. Uh, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Th- things are happening. Anyways, love, oh my gosh, lovely place. Uh, as you know, you guys lived there. Um, P.I. is just, like, such a gorgeous, gorgeous. Uh, I don't know how else to describe it. It's just, like, very natural um it's fairly small like the island's not that big and uh but everyone's so nice it is yeah everyone's so nice and it's very like east coast friendliness and yeah highly recommend visiting pi for sure Yeah, we'd go, we, we'd live there again if it wasn't so far right. away Right, yeah. And, th- and that's the thing. I was like, oh, man, I'd love to be able to come here more often. But it is, it is really a long drive. I feel like we were talking about going back and, like, visiting. And um, I don't want to say, oh, I'd rather wait until the kids are older. But, like, realistically, it would be wiser to wait until the kids are a bit older and, like, yeah, that's a t- Yeah. I uh That's a tough it, drive. Yeah. We I think we did good though, and I feel like I thought the kids were going to be way worse, especially coming home cuz we did it during the day over the course of of 2 days. And um I thought for sure that they'd be like losing it, but I think us all being sick really like was in our favor cuz everybody was just like I'm tired and like slept yeah, yeah. took meds, slept, 
it was good in that sense um <laughs> but yeah we we that, also yeah, um that's good to hear that we were also uh at a wedding while we were there so uh i obviously i got to like stand in my friend's wedding and uh it was it was That's so beautiful awesome. the venue was beautiful the every everybody who was hired for the wedding was just so professional and so good so nice um yeah it was fantastic and i mean the both the bride and groom are, are extremely happy and um i know that i'd alluded to a time sensitive project that I was working on uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, previous yeah. episodes. Yeah. It was for my friend. Uh, so her name's Michelle. Everybody calls her Mimi. Um, so Mimi's obsessed with cats. Um, I kid you not. She is like truly, Aww. if she wasn't marrying the love of her life, like she would just become a cat lady and have no problems with it. Um, and so I crocheted her a pillow and it's called cushion of many cats was the pattern name and it's um in the terminology of crochet it's it's called granny squares and so they're like little three inch by three inch squares that you crochet and then you put them all together well on each and every single one of these little squares was a cat and i did i'm trying to do my math here I think I did four rows of six. No, it was more than that. Now I want to pull up a picture. Okay, I'm gonna pull up a picture here. Anyway, she was she was <laughs> thrilled. She was think, so yeah, thrilled. Yeah, I think it was four. four anyway, it that sounds cool. Yes. Familiar. I, I, it looked. Oh, good. thank you. Yes, I posted it on the Instagram because I was like, I can finally show people. Um, but what matters most is that she opened the gift and she was uh, absolutely blown away she's like you made this i said yeah dude and um yeah she was just she was so happy and a lot of the cats on the pillows on the pillow uh are her own cats or cats that she has owned over the years and so uh she was like so touched that um you know she now has this pillow that not only as a symbol of like all the cats that she has had, but also a symbol of the fact she's obsessed with cats. And then she looked at me and she goes, I'm just going to have to get a cat that looks like every single one of these now before I die. And I laughed and uh, oh, all the no. other bridesmaids were like, what have you done? Uh, <laughs> but it is, it's all good. She was just kidding. Um, okay. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, six times four, 24. And, um, I did it. I did it. I finished it. It was like a labor of love. It took forever. Um, it's done now. Yeah. Yeah. The audio cut out a little bit there. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Uh-oh. Yeah, I did. If, if the last thing you said was the uh, um, the number of cats that you crocheted. Oh, yes. Yes, I, I was you. just saying now Now she's done. She's done and in the hands of her rightful owners. Yeah. <laughs> it was... 
it was funny that uh, that well, not funny. It was more interesting because we, we were there for the gift opening at Cassie's cousin's yes. wedding, and uh, her her aunt is a an amazing oh, quilter. Yes. Okay, and so they got they got a quilt from from their oh, aunt. Gosh. That was the same style as ours, the one yes. that we have. Um, <clears throat> just a bit more personalized with, so they got a, they have a sheep farm, so there's like little quilted on sheep and stuff like that. It was super That's duper so cute. cute. If I find a picture, yeah, I'll send please it. Do, maybe we'll, we can attach it to but, our, uh, <clears throat> our, our thing. Anyways, yes, please send I'm going to write okay. a note uh, to show Duncan and Riley's quilt. But... Uh, Duncan's sister, so the groom's yes. sister, um, crocheted them oh, a blanket. Yes, Cassie mentioned this. I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was crochet or knit. I don't know what the difference is, but it looked hella yeah. comfy. And it was just nice to see people still giving handmade gifts, which are a little bit more, um, perhaps a little bit more meaningful. I think it's really lovely to receive something that somebody's taken the time to make Mm -hmm. right i know and and it's not not everyone feels this way uh i feel like these kind of gifts are appropriate to the right people like not everyone i know i'd be like oh they need this you know what i mean but certain people (laughs) would um really appreciate the gesture and not to say that the other people wouldn't. It's just like, know your audience kind of thing. Like, they might prefer an experience. Well, yeah. You're like, absolutely right. Together it, it, or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. That's yeah, a good sorry. Point. I'm looking at the blanket. Cassie did send me a picture. I think. Hey, did you? Uh, I cut out. I cut out. Sorry. Okay. Did I cut out? Yes. Are you there? Oh, I mean, a little bit, but it's okay. Oh, I think okay. we're doing okay. okay. Did Cassie send she you a did. picture? Yeah, it's really beautiful, Blake. It does look very comfy. We'll have to post that. Yes. <coughs> beautiful. Yes. Um. Colin, what what is on mm-hmm. your topic list this week? So, <coughs> one of the things it's tied to the yeah. wedding. The, the trip mm-hmm. we just did. Um, but uh, uh, travel woes. Yes. So, <clears throat> we, f- we flew <laughs> we flew to Winnipeg. And when we got to the Winnipeg airport, and uh, we landed at 1030 at night Manitoba time. Yeah. Um, our two checked car seats didn't didn't meet us there. So we have obviously two uh-huh. young children. So that's no, no. This bueno. is a nightmare. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, when we got to the airport, we ended up. The rental companies had uh, a booster seat and like a uh, a baby booster seat. Kind so of like thing. a booster plus um, kind of thing. Yeah. Kind of like it was not. It was not a child's car seat by any stretch right. of the imagination. Um, like. The minimum weight for that thing was 40 pounds, and that's what we had to put Olivia in. Ooh. And then we get on, you know, the, the Manitoba Highway at, at, you know, quarter after 11. Yeah. And we we 
get ready for a two and a half hour drive um, and the kids aren't in the proper car seat so we we bought new car seats in branded manitoba mm -hmm. when we got back to the airport in winnipeg like i don't know if they were dumbfounded that they when we got everything that we tried to do to resolve the problem over the weekend was stymied by uh, the airline's customer service um or lack thereof set up i guess yeah. you could say yeah yeah so like every so it's swoop which is owned by mm -hmm. WestJet. it's a uh like ultra economy class airline it costs us way less to fly all four of us out with a rental car than uh had we gone with the you know WestJet or air canada or, yeah. or whatever but this shouldn't um, mean that it's okay every, that they're just like losing people's things right well and and that's one of the things that bugged yeah. us was like listen okay the the um <clears throat> all of the customer service phone mm -hmm. numbers every avenue that i took to try to talk to a real person ended up with an automated voice message about um what you should do in oh. this event uh and then hung up oh. the call so it's like, oh, if you've lost your baggage, do this. If you've blah, 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 do this. If you need to reschedule, do this. And then it would okay. hang up. Um, so it, it, it drove me to insanity because I needed to talk yeah. to a person. Because when we got to the airport in Winnipeg, there was no one from so Swoop like there. So like upon your The baggage handler at Oversized Baggage. When you were leaving? Uh, a no, like when we got to Winnipeg oh, for the weekend. Oh, I see. Weekend, gotcha. Okay, okay, okay. There was there, there was no swoop representative that we okay. could talk to. Um, so the baggage handler guy at Oversized Baggage said, you just need to call the airline. Because oh, yeah. so, that's standard operating procedure. Everyone does that. So we call the airline. We don't think to look for a person or think to uh, fill out any paperwork. Mm -hmm. Anyway, we get to... <clears throat> backtrack one yeah. more time the only way we could chat with someone was through facebook messenger oh. and that was hard enough to get to because if you tried to open up their contact us or chat live mm. chat thing it would open up facebook messenger in a browser which requires your login information and then you log in and instead of it taking you to swoops instant messenger mm -hmm. app it takes you to Swoop's fucking website. So annoying. It's brutal. So annoying. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I went on to my messenger app and I looked up Swoop and then I, I did the mm -hmm. thing and they're like, oh yeah, you needed to fill out this form. Cool. Obviously for good reasons that didn't happen. What do I do yeah. next? Anyway, we resolved nothing over the weekend until we got to the airport on to Monday. Yeah. They were gobsmacked that, yeah. That there was no one there for us to talk to on on that, that right. Friday night. Yeah. And I was like, I, I don't care what's what's supposed to have happened. Our car seats aren't here. We had to buy new yeah. car seats and we want our old ones back. What yeah. do we do? Anyway, they helped us out. We filled out the right paperwork. We still haven't received any contact from the airline or uh -oh. the airport because they still have our car uh -oh. seats. And when we so landed wait, 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 in wait, wait, Ottawa, question. our our suitcase 
your new car seats that you had to buy. Did mm, those mm. which did those Good come question. with you or? Okay. Yes. Okay. So <clears throat> there are two things you there are two methods you can use when traveling mm-hmm. with children. Uh, you can ch- check your stroller or your mm-hmm. car seat, uh, those kinds of things, which we we check the car seats because it yeah. was free. Um, or you can carry your stuff to the, they call it a, a gate yes, check or something yeah. like that. Um, basically you, you take your car seat and your, or your stroller, you, you take it all the way up until you're at the door mm-hmm. of the plane and then you kind of just mm-hmm, leave it mm-hmm. there. They put it underneath and then they bring it back up when you get to your next gate. Yes. So obviously on the way to Winnipeg, we checked them. Uh, and on the way back, we did the game. You were like, I'm not. We had them there. And I, yeah. and you know what? There's, yeah, there's no other way to do that ever again. It's just straight. Always gate, gate checking from now on. Always That's gate right. checking. Okay. So now the, the, the rest of our saga has, has entered phase okay. two where, uh, I fucking climbed the corporate ladder of swoop <laughs> until, I get through their shitty fucking customer service and I'm talking to WestJet people so that we can solve this fucking problem. Oh my problem. goodness. Like, every, everything at, at airlines happens so mm-hmm. fast. There's, unless there are human beings to talk to, problems don't get resolved. It's true, yeah. Like, we had to travel on a, on a highway for two and a half yep. hours with kids in inappropriate restraints because of an yeah. airline that could um, have ended and they still like, haven't responded to it's, it's like, i don't want to say it's a miracle that you guys weren't injured because i mean the the odds are good that you're not going to be in an accident but you know driving is still like the, the least safe mode of transportation i'm pretty sure statistically uh we can look that up and cross check if we need to but yeah. um cross reference i should say um but so you said cross check, and I immediately thought of yes. the flight attendants. <laughs> um, but that was terrifying. You guys were telling us this by text, and I was like, "That is not okay." Like it's absolutely not okay that that no, happened. Was... That they, you know, I mean, it's not on the rental car company to have like every single car seat available because most people who need specific car seats travel with them, just like you did. And I don't understand how, like, somebody saw a car seat on any of the baggage conveyors behind the scenes and was like, oh, this can just float around and we don't have to figure out where this is going to go. This is not important. You know what I mean? Like, that to me would be more important than a checked bag. In my mind, maybe I'm crazy, but like, yeah. And if your ba- checked bag didn't show up, no, it, you're you're not. And I mean, it, and here's the here's the thing too. Like, oh sorry, no, no, go no, ahead. sorry. Uh, um, if your checked bag didn't show up, you can go out and buy new clothes, and it's not gonna impede yeah. the safety of anyone. Uh, not having the right car seat, like, they're so strict about car seat usage and weight classes for car seats and boosters and and etc and i just feel like you were put in a position that was like extremely uncomfortable and potentially 
posed a safety hazard to your children and there was nothing you could do to solve it at that time you like had to get to your next destination to be able to solve oh yeah it was ten thirty. yeah we, we couldn't have yeah like there's nothing to yeah yeah, it was it was it was complete garbage. So sorry. On the way back, you said you they lost your checked bag. Is that what I'm hearing? Um, <clears throat> we also uh, almost lost our suitcase on the okay. way back. Okay. Oh my gosh. So we got to the auto airport on mm-hmm. Monday. Waiting at the baggage carousel, the luggage comes through, like ours isn't mm-hmm. there at all. The guy, there's a guy walking around because obviously they have mm-hmm. issues, and uh, he, uh, <laughs> the WestJet like baggage services gate is closed right uh-huh. beside us. I'm like, this is fucking insanity. <laughs> but the guy from the airport called someone, who went and verified. Because our flight back was also a connecting flight. We flew from Brandon to Ottawa, but there were people on the plane and people getting on the plane that were going onwards to Oh, Halifax. okay. So it was like a touchdown and then um, back. So, okay. yeah. And so <clears throat> oh boy. I was like, man, our fucking suitcase is going to be in fucking Halifax Uh-oh. now. Like, at least we're at home and we can just go home and deal with that later. Yeah. Whatever, like, we need more contact solution. We'll go get some contact right. solution. Yeah. Like, no mm-hmm. big deal. Um, but I was just going to be shocked. The guy handed me the same fucking form uh, that we got in Man- oh, in Manitoba yeah. to fill oh. out for the fucking. And and I, I just, like, I, I twitched. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Did anyway, they, uh, the plane, somehow three extra suitcases came off the plane. And uh, and ours was one of them, and thank fucking God, because I was gonna have a full on conniption. Right. And is it only because you were like you prompted somebody? Do you think that that happened, or uh, was it gonna happen anyway? I think I think I, it, it may have happened anyway because there was me and two other individuals waiting for luggage, yeah. and the guy called i don't know someone down at the aircraft to take oh, okay and then he said we checked he told me that the individuals who were there checking mm-hmm. the plane verified that everything remaining was going halifax. to halifax okay. so we took it at face yeah. value uh and then i was in the middle of filling it out when luggage was coming off the rails and and we were good to go. So, so maybe it was, it was like off it was and lucky. it just it needed to make its way over to the luggage belt. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sure there's a good reason. Yeah. I was just beyond fed up. With, yeah. Dealing with, with, the, with the, the technical side of flying or like the customer service end of, of being taking flights. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was not, but anyway, that was my list was like just the, uh, the ass pain of, <clears throat> I mean, I, I guess it's the cost for flying ultra economy. They, they, they save costs by 
not investing in things like customer service representatives mm-hmm. in the same uh, depth as the regular airlines mm-hmm. and stuff. And I get that. But at the same time, like, I don't know. There's certain things that I won't say are inexcusable, but you you, you need to make it very clear what the process is for these things because their website was extremely uninformative Uh-oh. when it came to those yeah. kinds of things. They're like, we don't want to deal yeah, with any so I was problems. A little, I, was, I was put off by them. Yeah, they're like, ah, oh, it's a you thing. I, uh, I mean, if we were to parallel this to other, we'll say, economy-type airlines, there's Wow Air in Iceland, there's Ryanair all over Europe. Uh, they all provide, like, extreme yeah. economy. But that being said, like, I'm sure people run into issues at, you know, most definitely, how often, I don't know, but I have used their services, and I feel like just because you're using an economy class service, I don't even want to call it economy class service, just because you, uh, the the ticket price on the flight isn't as high, doesn't mean that people shouldn't still be doing the same grade of work like if they were doing the same job for air canada or WestJet, you know taking luggage on and off of a plane is i don't think affected by which airline you work for isn't it i i would assume that it's kind of all the same yeah, yeah. that <coughs> i don't know the, the, yeah that's a really good point in my mind, it feels like the process doesn't change, right. and the airline is is built upon the same infrastructure mm-hmm. that the other mm-hmm. ones use. So the only thing they're changing is, I would say, the the yeah. equipment, uh, the expertise, and maybe the number of, of routes they fly, or I don't know, whatever. There's a lot of different ways they can save yeah. money, but you're absolutely right. Like the way they move the luggage doesn't change because that's airport. Yeah, yeah, really. Like, uh, I may I may be misspeaking, mm-hmm. but like, but I you know I'm thinking about this and and there have been struggles with airlines all over the place. I I know that I I had discussed like when I was at the airport in uh, Billy Bishop and just like how overwhelmed every everything seemed to be. Did you feel like that was the case when you were at the airport too? Um, it, that's a good question because I. I remember seeing something on um, on the internet the other day, and it was it wasn't it was a it was a uh, it was a, a Twitter or a reply like a screenshot of a Facebook comment or something okay. like that, and they were talking about how you know restaurants, hotels, airlines, all this kind of stuff uh, are overbooking oh, everything. They're 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 like they've got to cancel things on people they got people not making their connect blah 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 they're, they're doing all kinds of things and they say uh you know no one wants to mm-hmm. work we're over we're overbooked so they're saying well people people don't want to come to work like our moving company was saying yeah. the same thing yeah. and she says you're not you're not understaffed you're overbooked if you can't operate at 100 percent capacity mm-hmm. don't book to 100 percent. i see capacity. yeah that's I was like, man, that's such a yeah. good point. If you're not, yeah, if you don't because have the the infrastructure to provide 
that service, then scale back a little bit. But and then again, you look at like how the pandemic's yeah. affected all these businesses, and they're probably like, we just want to make money again. So they're trying to like ramp things up a hundred percent. That's that's exactly what yeah. my thought is. They're like, as soon as we can get back to work, we're going full throttle. But it's not the answer because, because now people are just are, aren't getting what they mm-hmm. paid for, like like we yeah. just talked about. Um, and that that said, the both airports seemed normal okay. to me. Um, the Winnipeg one was was uh, I felt better than the Ottawa airport yeah. to be honest. The the security staff there seemed more engaged, um, not from like a a security point of view but from an actual doing their job gotcha. point okay. of view uh the the security staff at ottawa were so slow oh. they're just and like yeah it just it was we got all day yeah although i i will say this i i i just did a lot of airline bashing uh there's some good folks there so we were at the 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 security line at the auto airport on friday to get through our through to our gate to fly out mm-hmm. to Winnipeg, and uh, we were standing in the regular mm-hmm. line. And the guy who does, you know, though sometimes they they pull you out of the line to do random swabbing. Yeah. So he was pulling people out, and his stuff was on the other side where the uh, the trusted travelers and the Nexus and stuff went, where they got to skip oh, ahead of the okay. line. Um, he was pulling people out to swab them and for their inconvenience he would then let them travel the rest of the way in the fast paced oh, okay. line uh, which I thought was yeah. genius uh, I, I'm sure that's I'm sure that's like airport policy but um, it seems like a perk nice about it. but then he also took yeah, yeah for sure and and then he did the the kindness of uh, you know he saw us standing there with the with the four ki- or the the four of us with with two kids and stuff, and then uh, he just he just waved us through. He let us go in the uh, in the oh, high speed line what a for gym. free. And, and I forgot, like Canadian forces, like military, U.S. and Canada forces get to travel Nexus lines with oh, their ID yeah. cards. But you don't do that. So when we were in Winnipeg, we well, I did it in Winnipeg when we flew out on Monday. I uh, we got delayed for some reason. Oh, oh. The security was good, but the machine oh. sucked. Like all of their all of their X rays broke down at the Woo-hoo. same time, so we needed we needed one one of the bins back and had her sandals in or something. Okay. I don't know. Anyway, you're waiting. By the time we got it, we were we were we were a bit delayed. So uh, when we got to the security line, I saw it. And I was like, "Oh, we're gonna take this line," uh, and I showed my ID card. And, she, she let me through. I always expected them to, like, ask or be like, are you are you a trusted traveler? Right. But turns out sometimes you just got to speak up for yourself and, and make mm-hmm. things happen. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And I, I just want to circle back. Like, long story short, uh, that gentleman at the, at the Ottawa airport uh, is represents one slice of the many good people uh, that are trying to make people's days easier it's when they're, traveling. you know, yeah. tra- travel days are stressful mm-hmm. for anyone. So. Yeah, it, it's it's tough. Yeah. Like like you said, thank you, especially sir. when you have the kids with you. It's uh, it's it's tricky. They uh, 
anything that can make your day a little bit easier definitely helps. So, yeah, I feel like you guys are probably like, yes. Yeah, that was, that was a big plus. <laughs> He's like, you don't know what's about to come. To the kids? No, he said that like I like. He's trying to make our, our oh, day easier. Oh, yeah. It's like you're about to get fucked by the by Aww. the airline. You, go you have a good day. No, yet. Yeah. No. Oh man, that's <laughs> yeah. that's tough, for sure. Um. Yeah. So I mean, like, flying with with little ones, uh, very can be very exciting, I guess. Uh, but stressful, and you don't want things to go wrong. Mm-hmm. No, that's why I, I don't know. But now, uh, hey, uh, what's on your? Oh, list? geez, I, uh, you know, I had a few things from from weeks gone. Oh, geez, do you know what? I don't know. <laughs> weeks gone by. Sorry, you sounded super, super oh, Wisconsin there. My bad. Oh, <laughs> oh, gee, oh, gee. Yeah, how dare you sound like other maybe people? It's, uh, maybe it's maybe maybe it's this this cold or flu or whatever it is it's uh it's turning me into a new person <laughs> lost you oh you lost me uh oh <laughs> can you hear me are you there ah uh, yeah you're Hello. cutting out you're cutting out a bit but i can Uh-oh. hear you i got no, you i don't hear anything this is not good folks can you hear me not good Oh no! Call it Need an object. Oh, actual recording entire quote. Oh, disconnect. <gasps> refresh. Don't do it. We're gonna refresh. Oh shit! Okay, I'm gonna stay here. Give it a go. I'm using da, headphones. Da, 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 da. Oh, oh my goodness! What? Terrifying. Okay, do we try Saul's uh, video again? I can't believe we lost oh, connection. Rolling. <sighs> Silly. Okay. I have a couple things, but Stay I can tape. save some of them for future. Let's just roll with it and see what this happens. This one's kind of related to my uh, my travels, so I feel like I, um, I wanted to bring this up. So, to get to PEI before the Confederation Bridge, which was built yeah. in 1997. Jordan and I did some historical research. Yeah, not... Not when Canada was was confederated. Confederated. Confederation. Confederated. Confederated. Um. Yeah. So you used to have to take a ferry to get to PEI. Now, don't quiz me on how long that ferry used to take, because I don't know. But I got curious, and I thought, where are all the boats now? <laughs> And I found, wait, I found wh- the article with all the information wait. I need. When you say where are the boats mm-hmm. now, do you mean the boats that used to do that ferry trip? Yes. Or do you mean all the boats around the island? The boats that used to do the ferry trip. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm with you. I'm with the you. The island ferry. <clears throat> they even have some like photos of days gone by um of like the boats at the the ferry you see like for for it being a ferry crossing i feel like 
the town surrounding it is not that populated. Borden Carlton. Oh no, there's like nothing yes, there. Still no. And and the other ferry going to Picto is probably worse. The one on the PI side. No, Picto's uh, Picto's the Nova Scotia oh, side. Oh, okay, 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 gotcha. Okay, guys. So I don't know if you're ready for this information, but there were a lot of ferries. Okay. So the M M V. What does yeah. M V stand for? I don't know for sure, but I'm going to guess marine okay. vessels. So MV Holiday Island. Some of these have really cute names, by the way. Operated from 71 to 97. Uh, okay, and now it operates wait. in the Northumberland Strait as a Wood Island ferry, ferry. So it's still in operation. This is from 2017. Okay. So I feel like maybe Probably. not, but still, yeah. Uh, the the MV Vacation Land sold to the government of New Brunswick but never put back into service it was later sold to a company in Quebec for service on the St. Lawrence so maybe it's still there who knows um, what does QSMV stand for okay. while you're looking that up I will tell you uh, the Abigate, Abigate operated in 1947, and it's now the Abigate. Uh, it is a bagweight. A bagweight. Uh, it is now the Columbia Yacht Club in Chicago, Illinois. Pretty cool. Uh, so then they had the MV Abigweight, uh, 1980. A bagweight. I'm sorry. Uh, it was scrapped yeah. at a shipyard in India. Whoa. How'd it get way over there? A lot of them have been scrapped in India. I guess that's like a place where they scrap ships. I don't know. So hmm. the Lucy Maud Montgomery, she, she went out of circulation in 75, thought to be deserted somewhere off the Bahamas. So that boat's lost somewhere. Um, John Hamilton Gray scrapped in 2004 in India. The Confederation thought to be scrapped somewhere in the Mediterranean. The SSPEI provided service in the Great Lakes. That's a terrible But name. was eventually scrapped. Sad. And then the SS Charlatan, Charlottetown, oh my god, sank. <laughs> sank off Port Mutton, Nova Scotia, on its way for a refit. Oh, the irony. That yeah. sucks. Uh, and, and that's all That's um, all we got. Yeah. So MV, MV is motor, motor vessel. Motor vessel, okay. Not marine vessel. What was the, uh, the other one you, sh- Q- you said? QSMV. USMV. Give me a second. I'm going to guess Queen's Service or something like that. Quadruple screw motor vessel. So far. Close though. So far. So far. (laughs) Why? I mean, that was one, one 
website's answer. I don't know if in the nautical world stuff can mean two things, things mean but things. Uh, yeah. <laughs> who knows? Oh gosh. Okay. I I wanted to unpack this a little bit. Okay. So it's good that I still yeah. have the video on because you can watch me do this. Um, we're driving back, and. I tell Jordan, look at this man right now, okay? A, bo- a boomer-aged person, okay? So we can <laughs> we can class this in the in the maybe in our okay boomer segment. Um, Good. Elderly man. I can't say elderly. He looked like late sixties, maybe early seventies, if I had to guess. Um, so he's driving, okay? And he's got he's talking on his cell phone, okay? And he's got his right hand to his left ear with the phone and he's got his left hand on the steering wheel okay and i'm thinking to myself what first of all why is it 2022 and you still don't have bluetooth in your vehicle like get it together uh why are you even holding your cell phone I'm confused. He had a passenger. She could have been holding the phone on speaker. That's an option. Uh, but no, mm-hmm. no, he chose to use the right hand to the left ear and then use his left hand on the steering wheel. So I'm thinking to myself, there's something in his... Something about like the way that his, his body functions that like prevented him from being able to use the left hand and then steer with the right is what I'm thinking because of his age. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe like where his, his phone was located in his pants, he couldn't get at it with his left hand. So he just did it with his right. And then maybe he got a Charlie horse on his left arm and it locked it into position. (laughs) He's like, we're steering here now. Yeah. I feel there's like a a double amputee possibility oh. here. Like maybe he was using hands free, but it, his right arm was amputated and his hand is actually a phone clip. Ah, okay. Okay, okay, okay. And so but and because it doesn't have the dexterity of yeah. a wrist, he couldn't just hold his right hand to his right ear. He had to Mwah. angle it yeah, across. Yeah, this is this is like out or, on a limb, but I'll go. I'll go with it. Okay. Or it was his left hand that was the prosthetic, and he couldn't grip a phone with it because it was just a run-of-the-mill hand. I love that your brain immediately went to like <laughs> one of his limbs must be prosthetic. <laughs> well, I mean, because what are the other options, right? Did he have a? Because if he had a stroke, like there's no way he should be driving anyway. <laughs> But that's the only reason why only one side of his body would work and the okay. other way. But that also doesn't work because if only one side of his body worked, this, I understand that that's not how a stroke works, everyone. Uh, yeah. I'm just making quick work <laughs> yeah, of this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he wouldn't be able to hold his arms straight on the steering wheel. Right. You know? uh, correct. I shouldn't say right. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was just, I'm like, okay, so maybe, maybe he was talking with his other hand and like maybe it fell asleep. So he had just switched and it just looked awkward. Um, But it just seemed so 
uncomfortable and like not logical at all. I was like, you could hold the bottom of Un- your steering unnatural. wheel. First of all, pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. The top of the steering wheel isn't the only place that you can hold it. But maybe that's the only place he could hold it and like trust himself to steer. I don't know. And then also the the right so like most people are right-handed. So I can see how like the right hand would be fine, but like then hold it to your right ear. And then I was like, "Oh, maybe he has a hearing aid." And then he can't, he can't oh. he needs to have it on the left so yeah. that he can hear the phone. Anyways, I just like I went on this <laughs> I started unpacking this, and I was like, I'm saving it for the podcast. Jordan was like, oh, okay, okay. And so, yeah, I feel like there's yeah. so many hiccups to why this man was so uncomfortably yeah. placed. I don't know. So, this story's falling apart, yeah. but I, I need to Google one word, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you the answer. Oh, okay. Uh... No. Um, oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! What the fuck is that called? To brain trauma. Anyway, it'll make okay. sense. Uh, it's all gonna come together. I I'm googling the craziest thing okay. right now. Because I know what it's about, but I don't know the word, so I have to Google what it's about. Oh, okay. So I can get the name of the medical condition. Oh, I hope this is worth it. I think I found it. Okay. It's called anosognosia. Oh, my Lord. Okay, please describe this. It is basically when people have a lack of understanding, awareness, or acceptance that they have a medical condition. Oh, okay. Uh, so the the example that I was using was people who are paralyzed or uh, like other in the legs or the arms yep. or whatever um, and didn't believe that they were paralyzed um, is the lack of ability to perceive the realities of one's condition okay. to person's inability to accept that they have a condition that matches up with their symptoms or a formal diagnosis mm. uh, so one of the examples was uh, uh there's an ambassador in the U.S. who uh, he had a stroke, he fell, he, he became paralyzed from the waist down. Anyway, crazy stuff. But maybe he had. So what it means too is, is if you ask these individuals. So uh, the, the, I think Woodrow Wilson, President Woodrow Wilson, was one of the guys. Uh, the the example that they used was, you know. Um, you can't even kick a football, and, and the guy in a wheelchair says, "I was out kicking a kicking a football around just this morning." What are you talking about? Um, so, in in front of everyone, he's paralyzed and in a wheelchair, but to himself, he's not. Right. Uh, there's a, an interesting finding by some doctors. They said it's actually pretty wild, and I'll tell you where I, I found this information because it's it's impressive. I think people should go yeah. check it out. 
Um, but the uh, I'm just writing down a quick note before I forget. The one lady was uh, paralyzed. She couldn't use her arms. And the doctor asked her to rate on a scale from 1 to 10. According to her, how does she think she would be able to catch a volleyball in her current condition? <clears throat> and she answered 8. Wow. And she is fully paralyzed. Like, her arms don't work. Wow. Uh, and... And then the doctor asked a question. He said, how well do you think I would catch the ball if I had your medical mm -hmm. condition? And then her answer was a two. Oh. So the reasoning behind this was is distancing the individual from the medical right. condition so that they could acknowledge yeah. it. Um, and so maybe as with anosognosia, yes. uh, this individual... Um, was deaf in his right ear and refused to acknowledge it, so he answered the phone with his right hand in his left Perhaps. ear. That is way more far-fetched than the amputee one, but somehow I think far more <clears throat> likely. And I, I don't think, I don't know if, because the, the examples you provided are, are I don't want to say are extreme, but they're like very... Oh, they are margin examples for yeah, sure. Like they're they're big, obvious examples. But I feel like things like being deaf or maybe losing sight and things like that, things that happen as you age, and maybe there's a different term for that. But um, no, because one of the examples was a blind oh, person. Oh my goodness! Okay. So this is actually like um, it's it's a. Uh, uh, da, 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 da. It loosely translates into lack of awareness or insight from the Greek okay. language. This is an actual, it's usually the result of a brain injury is why people okay. have it. Damage to the frontal lobe or the parietal lobes and okay. stuff like that. Okay. Um, wow. Yeah. So it's for the people who do have it, it's definitely not like right, like, but the people who are blind who mm -hmm. have this, um, their brains will fabricate an image of something to see wow. because they couldn't do this if they were blind before they suffered a traumatic yeah. brain injury that resulted yeah. in this. But because they were uh, sighted beforehand, their brain can make things. It's the same idea as um, uh, how uh, phantom limbs and phantom. It, yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's even simpler okay. than that. It's when, when you get a haircut, okay. You see your yeah. haircut, you know you've gotten a haircut. In your brain, your brain rewrites what your memory of your, your haircut mm -hmm. is. So you always know what you look like and you're always aware of yourself so that, you know, you're not uh, a surprise to yourself in the mirror, mm -hmm. right? Like, oh, shit, I totally forgot I have terrible mm -hmm. hair. Um, you just remember that the whole time. Or, or all of the other things you may like or dislike mm -hmm. about yourself. Um, but basically it's describing the fact that even a blind person or, or someone who suffered a, a, a brain injury that resulted in blindness and anosognosia means that their brain just fabricates everything around them. And, and it causes them to do unsafe things like walking into traffic or that kind of right, stuff. Right, because they don't have that um, awareness, I'm guessing. I know we're running out of yeah, time. Right. Exactly. Uh, 
I know we're running out of... They think that they can see because their brain is telling them that they yeah. can see. But in reality, they can't see it's, shit. It's bad wiring is what it is to the brain. Yeah, it's, it's cross-wiring. Hopefully this man... Um, I guess His wires uh, weren't so crossed that he could actually drive. Um, no, yeah, I totally forgot. Who but we'll never know. Awesome. We'll never know. Yeah, we'll yeah. never know. I hope he's okay wherever he is. Um, this uh, th- this is a larger part of a uh, of a smaller phenomenon, uh-huh. um, w- which is the 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 human psyche's fragile ego and how. Even just reframing a problem like the guy did with the volleyball yes. can can make it more acceptable to the individual. Mm-hmm. So they illustrated this with a point. Um, are you familiar with Flickr, the photo sharing yes. website? Okay, yeah. No, never really took off. Yeah. Okay, so in in 2011, from December or from Christmas until New Year's <laughs> in 2011. Facebook uploaded more photos in that one week period than Flickr had had uploaded in its entire oh existence. Oh my god! Now, so that's a, an astounding fact yes. on its own. Um, Facebook at the time, Facebook had a re- a report button uh, for photos that were uploaded and people were tagged in them and stuff. Uh, so you could you could report things like you know uh, violence or nudity or drug use or uh, hate speech or mm-hmm. whatever, um, and so around February that time, uh, some somewhere short, sometime shortly thereafter, um, Facebook noticed that there was a, a a significant uptick in their uh, reporting stats as well. So a lot more people were reporting photos. And then when they went in to check out photos uh, with violence or nudity or um, hate speech, uh, they noticed that they were completely innocuous things like um, pictures of people cheersing or a dog or a sweater or something like okay. that. Um, and so they they dug a little deeper and they did more work and they found a third of the photos uh, at the time were were people being embarrassed by the photo okay um, so they were in the photo or there, didn't like the photo of themselves there were, e- okay. yeah and there was no other option for them to click so they had to click something so facebook changed what the options okay. were uh and so one of the new options was i feel embarrassed <gasps> and then they had a few more and then uh they had a blank one that said yeah. other and you could type in whatever your huh. thing was uh, so I guess it, after after a time, it shot up to eighty percent of people. Rather than clicking, I feel embarrassed. They click other, and then in the response they section, they write it's embarrassing. They don't type I feel embarrassed. They type it's embarrassing. Oh, so so the same thing is that it's showing that that they're distancing themselves from the thing that they're that they're embarrassed about, which is twofold actually number one it's the photo that they're embarrassed about but number two it's it's their uh their their fragile ego being distanced from the accusations of what it what they are uh, which is feeling embarrassed about the way they look or the way they feel or whatever 
yeah, it was it was absolutely mind-boggling. Oh so instead of saying, I feel embarrassed, they'd say, it's, it's embarrassing. embarrassing. I'm yeah. fine. I don't feel embarrassing. The photo it's is embarrassing. It's not me. <clears throat> it's the photo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm embarrassed. And so that's the huh. same idea as these people with anosognosia yes. acknowledging things when it's not directly attributed yes. to them. Wow. Which is bizarre. I am. And I've I, learned so, so much. I, I, I learned this today okay. on uh, a podcast called The Disappearing Spoon. Okay. Um, and it's based off a book written about um, this old science trick back in the day where uh, you would put a spoon in a glass of water and the spoon would disappear. But it was something crazy like the spoon was <clears throat> was made out of some sort of uh, radioactive metal. Silver. And I don't know what it... I, Anyway, the well, silver's not radioactive, but um, the the podcast is based off of the same concept of the book of explaining weird and and, and wacky okay. science. Uh, and this was this was yeah. one of them. It was it was pretty uh, pretty impressive. Oh my stuff. goodness, that is so the disappearing spoon podcast. There are short episodes too, but I've learned so much already. Right, it's insane. and it's probably nice. Easy listening if they are short, because you're like, oh, I'll just listen to this, and then you can turn it off and not feel like you're missing out on a exactly, big amount of yeah, information. For sure. Cool. Okay. Shout out to them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah, I think we got to knock it on the we head got there. It. Uh, as always, like, share, subscribe, do all the things, leave us comments, and reviews and or or don't i mean it's up to you but uh it helps to- yeah totally it helps call. us but we do hope to see you next yeah. week toodles bye